0: Lady Ada, what is this?
1: Hey everybody and welcome to Show and Tell. It's the longest running electronics show and tell on the internet starring me, Lady Ada. And
2: beyond the internet.
1: And beyond the internet. Uh, also on Gopher and Him Radio with me, Mr. Lady Ada on camera control and the entire maker community behind the scenes. We're going to be um, checking in with them. We've got Tichiki, uh, uh Aj is here. We've got Jeplers, and Scott's and Brents, and uh, have a lot Toy of cool hacking stuff and yes. some cool stuff, and maybe some people from the community will come by. All are welcome. Uh, come by on StreamYard. Retro stuff. Cool
2: things you have in your attic.
1: Everyone's welcome. Packs, mods. Robots.
2: Things that got you started in the wonderful world of electronics or learning and more. Let's first kick it off with Jay. What is going on, Jay?
0: Whoa, you're looking cool. That's cool. Sorry, I was having fun announcement. Since I haven't done this in a while, I finally went back and rebuilt my Aussie robot from literally 2021 was the last time I built that. Um, It's got some great use. A lot of people have made one themselves I'm proud of. But this year, I decided to go back to it. And I have built a new Aussie bot.
1: Oh, that's so cool looking.
0: It is Aussie V14. It's currently being controlled with my phone. So I can control it make it look around and stuff and have it judge people. I'm using the circuit playground on the head for the touch sensors which i hope i got i know i got one program in here somewhere but i'm still playing around with it where is mm-hmm. it, where is it? Touch, touch. that sounds cool yeah it also walks but the walking system has been a nightmare <laughs> it is yeah cr- that's tough it's currently very slow I've, I've i've definitely learned that it's a lot easier to make things um you know roll rather than walk hmm so I've been playing around with this system and it, it walks pretty well right now it's just a very big baby <laughs> I've been playing around with the uh walking system I even have a test set up next to me so this is pretty much yeah, okay simple mechanism some gears and stuff I'm I went to walk faster so I'm going to be playing around with that more this week hopefully um, still messing around with some basic stuff, but the, the design is what I really wanted to highlight because, um, I've made one that's a steampunk spider, the other one's very cyberpunk. This one I wanted to focus more on Afrofuturism, so I gave it some African Adrika on the
1: Ooh.
0: lid. Oh, nice, and even the symbol on the back.
1: That's cool.
0: I'm still playing with the design a little bit, but I'm definitely going for more of an Afrofuturism aesthetic with this, especially since you know February and stuff. Yeah. I love
1: that it's like you're not just it's like people have already done like cyberpunk and steampunk and like all those things. So I like that you're, you're coming at it with a different design aesthetic and you might end up making design decisions that like you, you know, you're like based off of like as you're researching uh, like Afrofuturism and like historic designs of what can you implement.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, mostly, currently, I'm different colors because I've noticed that a lot of Afrofuturism aesthetics are more green, orange, yellow, bright colors in the robotic yeah. designs, and also yeah. course, the um, symbolism they have on all this stuff. Like, yeah, it
2: looks more organic too. It looks, it has this um, almost like it's living more than just like the kind of static Star Wars-looking droid.
0: I mean, I kind of really enjoy. it. I still plan to make it a wearable. I have a design to make a holder for it, but I can make it. Yeah. But one of my biggest things with this is, of course, the aesthetic. Uh, I'm gonna make a few of them because I want to do a lot more like video content with them. So as I've learned from watching any type of movie series, definitely make a few of them because some yeah. of them yeah. will, some of them will drop and then etc. Um, but as well as I'm using the circuit playground to make all the touch sensors and all the other stuff attached on here too. I got some vibration sensors, so when people pick it up, it'll like vibrate. So yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to mess with people with hey, that. Put me down. <laughs> Working yeah. Me up. yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm working on a few different like decisions on that, but I just got the design done literally last night and got the legs walking finally. So it's a very first good step for the V14. I'm actually really happy with it.
2: Okay. Outstanding. Um, if you remember, drop me a note so we can cover this um, on our site through the month of February. We have a bunch of special features. This would be really cool to add to.
0: Sure, no problem. Thank it's
2: you great so to much, Jay. Yeah, good yeah. to see you. Good to be back on show and tell. All right, we'll see you soon. Later. All right. Hello, Jepler. How are you?
3: I'm doing good. Uh, So last week, I think it was, we talked about mice because I did a guide and somebody said, why not do the Super Nintendo mouse? So this is actually a modern uh, product. It's a replica supposed to be compatible with the Super Nintendo mouse. And I grabbed an extension cable and chopped it up, that's something else. And uh, soldered it onto a cutie pie, and um, let's see. It's um, cool. And yeah, so I can move. move Whoa! With it, and you know, we talk about making it easy. This was like soldering plus twenty minutes. Uh, I just love making these kind of devices with Circuit Python. So. Yeah, it's a two button mouse. This version is so new that it is uh, optical. The original, actual Nintendo one was a ball mouse. And
4: mm-hmm. I'll pick one
3: of those up and see if the same code works. And then maybe next month we'll write it into a guide.
1: Yeah, it's like, why Why cool. are they, we made the SNES mount? What games do you know? Do you know any? Yeah, games? so
3: actually I'll post up a link in Discord about this. Somebody reviewed it and like, it's not super compatible but they had a whole list of games. I was saying earlier that I thought there was just one game, but that was that was bad information. There's multiple okay. Nintendo games that use the mouse. All right, but uh, yeah, I'm so glad you got your information.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> My first experience with like a Nintendo-style controller, and it's just like a few lines of code to read out the data, and then a few lines to decode it, and a few lines to turn it into uh, HID. So sweet, love circuit CircuitPython for this. That's
1: stuff. way better than the next stuff. I like these alternate kind of futures
2: game. where companies. End up making things that you didn't expect like we all use pizza hut as our internet because they started out doing an internet service like <laughs> that nintendo like we th- we use nintendo mouse or yeah
1: like yeah. like microsoft you're like we want microsoft yeah. mice like they own like, the mouse market
2: they're still pretty good yeah
3: well yeah and if you start googling for this you'll also find like super tons of concept art uh well why don't why don't we put a scroll wheel on and yeah. then maybe the d-pad should be over here and I'm like i want some of these so can yeah. i like have knowing pedro for a month and they'll design this for me and we'll yeah yeah
2: it's like maybe. a weird galapagos island of yeah of of mice that never evolved that is a kind
1: of cool <laughs> mouse i mean look at yeah. that mouse that's kind of cool like it you definitely aren't going to confuse it with anything it, else it looks
2: like the mouse that you control like one of the voltron lines with it's cool yeah. all right oh
1: yeah <laughs> all right well thanks jeffrey all, all right, right.
3: Like, uh, a uh, trackball right here.
2: Yeah. So why not? Uh, a help button. <laughs> 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 All right, there's a good. weird
3: button on the bottom. No one knows what it does.
2: Yeah. I wonder if we're gonna look at like so I have one of these Apple mice, you know you have to like use the lightning cable on the bottom if like like someone's gonna be like, whoa, I can't believe you charge it upside. Like, um, anyways. All right. I'll see you later. All right. Thank no, you. Okay, next up is gonna be Pedro. Hello, Pedro. Is this, um, is, this a, is, this a, is this a computer mouse? <laughs>
5: <laughs> no. Uh, so, Lamar found some really cool inspiration for a rocket lamp. And this one has white nose. So, of course, we're going to use it as a night lamp for one of the kids.
2: <laughs> so oh, that's cool. Has, so, they flip the switch and they launch the rocket. Oh,
5: launch out. And, uh, hunks to Liz for coding this up. She has the encoder. So, it, has, it can go cycle through different modes. So, the first one is the volume for the rocket. And then the second one, which oh, is the brightness. Kind of hard to Ooh. see here because it's all super bright, but yeah, so yeah. cool way to have a like a night light that has doubles as a um white noise, and we've gone through so many of these with Gavin, like uh, like different versions of it. I've not seen one that had the brightness with the LED, which is so funny. Like, seriously, it's yeah. such a simple thing you think, you know, would have on there to control the brightness for it, but yeah, you it's always, think? Just, yeah, that thing you were doing with like the Einstein kids toys, like, dude, there's yeah. so many like, like that
1: with you No, know, well, the first thing when I saw that rocket lamp, I was like, man, I wish, you know, if it rockets are like, they're really loud, I was like, oh, you don't should be a white noise generator. Cause you often want one, like having something that's either a nightlight and, or White noise machine, it saves you some space on your on your desk yeah. and it's it's thematic, you know, it's like your mm-hmm. little rocket.
5: And then kids love rockets, so of course I have to make another one because the other kid wants one now. So okay, I'm hey. sure he's gonna build another photos. Very
2: cool. And yeah.
1: we have those cool rocket switches, you know, that you just that when you yeah. they're like the safety rocket switches, they're they're just so cool to you could do a
2: whole theme because then you could start putting like, you know, a little planetarium up, you could put a moon, you can do all sorts of stuff. Mars. Exactly, That's
1: exactly yeah. Of course it'll right, be open
5: source. Designs and all that, and I'll, this this will come out next week, but I'll preview it more oh. there. But I'll do some little previews. Oh, the
2: second stage booster rocket is out. Okay, okay. Well.
5: <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think want to put like yeah. a window or something in there, just super cool. And then just wanted to show what um, their current uh, nightlight is. I think it's using a sip and puff to uh, when you squeeze it, it changes the color. And that's I guess it's that's
2: like a neat stick. idea because if it's you can use the air, the air sensor. the airflow to, to change the color. Yeah. That's a cool. I don't know. One, yeah. that might be a cool remake. Maybe I don't, I don't know, but I
1: think that's what it's using. You're,
2: You're not gonna going to crack it to open and know. find out. Uh, they have to.
1: Pressure yeah. sensors are so cheap. You know, it makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. but yep. Super interested in
5: looking at what you know that's what's on the inside of all the kids' toys.
1: All That's right,
2: great. Cool. Thanks,
1: Sonic. Yeah, it. we're going to learn and, and build. I'm totally inspired we're making um, cool stuff from it. Yeah, yeah, All
2: okay, right. All right. Next, Thanks, uh, Scott, how are you doing? Doing pretty well. How about yourself? Good. good. What is going
6: on? So, I think I, I was just screen sharing and it was like hiccuping my machine a little bit. So, let me show you without, before I do that, let me show you what I got hooked up here. So, this is a Scorpio. New product, which is That's awesome. Right. I'm supposed and to
5: go Scorpio, Scorpio.
6: <laughs> and one thing Lamore did is she actually made it so you can switch it to be an input. Mm. Um, and it's on PIO. So I've had this project that I wanted to do for ages, which is a low cost, uh, low costs like logic analyzer. Um, and so what I've been working on is somebody has already made software that goes on this to capture and send it up USB. <clears throat> the problem is, is that there's a project called Sigrock that's like the open source version of Asalier. Um, and the project itself is not super healthy. And um, So there's a bunch of backlog, a bunch of PRs that people haven't uh, gotten checked in. And I had this theory that like the problem is is that they all need to be checked into one repo. So what I've been doing is re-implementing that core of SIGGROC in Python um, because Python has this really cool thing called entry points, which is a way for uh, to do plugins, basically. So the idea is, is that we have a core signal analyzer thing um, where everything, like hardware support and protocol decoders, are all done using plugins. So that n- people don't have to get them all in this one repo for them to be available. So um, let me sh- screen share and just show you what I've right. got. I
2: will add That's it. a lot
6: of words um so the the two alligator or the the clips that i've got hanging out the sides are the bottom window which is the test debug output and then um (laughs) and then here we've got uh it's the same cli that you would use with sigrock except it's got py at the start of it um and so it's a re-implementation of sigrock but using python so i can take um this is a hundred samples at uh, 100 kilohertz, and this is mostly debug output right now, but it's showing that we are getting like some ones and zeros uh, from the device. And the next step is to cl- to connect this to the protocol decoder, So it can tell me what PWM I'm generating from the, the other board that I've got here. And then we'll be able to like do I squared C and UART and all that sort of analysis. It's very handy when you're doing new drivers.
1: Yeah, especially if, well, it's it's the price. I mean, I it's totally worth the money. But the sale price has gone up and up. It used to be ninety nine dollars, and now it's a lot more than ninety nine dollars. So it's tougher for me to recommend it yeah. for people who are oh. just doing iSquirt CD debugging. So, yep. you know, having a way to just get traces of like is the NAC being sent, or like right. how many bytes am I getting, or is there a jitter somewhere? Um, this would be really helpful.
6: Yeah, I think so too, and. and- uh, Mycelia turns my Spotify off. It's very weird. Okay, well, but I like to use it. It's your computer in
2: focus mode. I don't
6: know. It's but a feature. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this because any of our boards, any of our RP2040 boards can now be logic analyzers for folks, which is cool. incredibly powerful. Everybody or a lot of people already have them. So, excited. All right. Well, Great. Thank you
2: so much, Scott. And congrats getting back to that project. I know uh, you are oh, thank looking you. forward to that. Yeah,
6: see how far I get in the next couple of days.
2: Good luck. All right, next up, we're going to go to Brent. Brent, what is going on?
4: Hi. I'm confused why Jeff doesn't know where, where the button, what it does on his mouse. Uh, but I'm excited to see what goes on with it. Um, currently, have a fun house. Um, so I've been working on Adafruit I.O. the last year-ish. And we have this really neat interface called Whippersnapper. And it lets you interact with your board and we have this led button which like works and is great but um you can't convey multiple states it's an led it's like a boolean on or off so the funhouse has like five dot star rgb pixels on the top of it which is really nice but we've been unable to use it so
1: until funhouse,
4: now we've added um this like this list is starting to scroll down which is nice yeah like there's a lot more components i
2: remember when it was just a one one screener,
4: LED. <laughs> LED and a button. Look at our look at our and little whippersnapper uh, growing right Yeah. And now we have um dot stars and new pixels. Yeah. Um, so for this, we're going to autofill it in the future. So there's five dot stars on this board, and we're gonna autofill the color uh order in like the next revision of this. This is like the first iteration,
2: yeah, and we'll
4: create components.
2: The most typing you're gonna do in the no code.
4: Yeah, so the important thing is there's no code. All the code is running yeah, on the uh, executed. I'll put it. On it, on for I it for here, yeah. So if right. you click into the color picture, on the screen. Yeah, well, I was going to okay. show that we had it. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it starts with no color set, and then you click into it. Mm-hmm. And you modify it. And it wow. Look how, By the way, that's going
2: over the internet. Look how fast that is, everybody.
1: Make it blue. Okay, now make it purple.
2: Oh, you're trying to, so this isn't a trick. Yeah. Or like pre-recorded. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this cool. is all live.
1: Okay, now make it yellow.
4: Hold up a newspaper for today's date. Okay,
1: I think this is, <laughs> this is really live.
4: Yeah, it's sweet. And it goes over hex um, color code, so you can use Adafruit.io actions, and you can create a new action that like, I have one that says the humidity is greater than 40, then you can set it to green or whatever color code that is, uh, red. So um, you can use it easily with other parts of the system to like, kind of piece together some web automation stuff um, and IoT automation stuff without programming, uh, without knowing how to program, without knowing yeah. how to choose any type of variables in your code.
2: We will gladly welcome the snarky emails that say, we're making IoT and programming too easy. Too easy. Too easy. Back too in my day, it was hard. You make it too easy. Everyone's going to do it now. Ah. So thank you, Brian.
4: Yeah, no problem.
2: All right. Up. Too easy. Noe, how are you doing?
7: Hey, folks, doing good. Uh, This week, I got a little, kind of little. It's a uh, uh, holiday-inspired art display, and it's got eight NeoPixel strips, and it uses the Scorpio board. The new Feather RP2040 Scorpio has some really nice capabilities uh, for doing some really nice uh, NeoPixel animations. Uh, So Jeff Epler helped me uh, convert some of these simple uh, CircuitPython LED animation uh, effects so that it uses um the, uh, the PIO peripheral so it's doing some really nice frame rates it's pretty pretty smooth um so I designed and 3d printed these pieces uh that kind of resemble like a tree
4: yeah. and uh,
7: folks might be like oh you're a little late <laughs> but maybe i'm a little early huh uh so uh it's
2: well, every awesome. everything has a tree involved in it every holiday has some type of thing that you put things on that
1: well, this is perfect time if people want to get started on on next christmas if they want to do that i yeah, mean like, like you got to start now
7: yeah yeah totally and um it's it's uh i really like these neopixel strips because they're kind of insulated already it's got the the sheathing and then you have the uh the three pin jst connectors uh so i got here is a little perma proto board and an idc cable uh so i can plug it in so it's really modular so I got to take this apart. It's all screws. There's nothing glued here, so I can, you know, break it down and and, and store it away, which I'm really happy about. Uh, So we got a learn guide so folks can uh, build their own. They can 3D print it. It's going to fit on most 3D printers uh, because, like, the base here is just a bunch of brackets that are just screwed together. Um, And then it's like zip tied, right? So uh,
2: I don't see a tree. I I see a gigantic Cupid's arrow.
7: (laughs) Sure. It could be that, Mm. or it could be like a cosplay prop or something. Yeah.
2: A metro.
1: I see skin. triangle head, but <laughs> at a rave. Yeah. Hmm.
7: Hat, yeah. yeah. Or works. the Death Star thing, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
7: Uh, so, yeah, check it out. It's a it's a really good example of using the Scorpio cool. board uh, to make these. Uh, yeah, you can have like 8,000
2: LEDs if you want. This is a nice little. Uh, it's a tip of the iceberg, perhaps. Yeah, that's yeah. That's yeah. Cool.
7: Okay. All, right. all right. Thanks
2: so much, eh? Thanks, Yeah, man. totally. All right, JP, you're going to play us out here because this is um, all the projects that we saw here are great. However, uh, this one is a long time coming.
8: Right on. Good. Well, thank you so much. I, I, I've really enjoyed the heck out of this project. So uh, here is the, um, the box that the thing I took apart came with. And you can see the original illustrations of this throwback style, uh, originally yeah. 1965, CNC. and it's real heavy on the farm animals as far as what we're trying to teach the children. Uh, And I don't know if they've ever done ones that that do urban sounds, but we decided we wanted to do one with urban sounds. And so we've done one with urban sounds. So this is uh, essentially a brain transplant. I've taken the electronics out, except I kept the uh, button pad that they have inside of there. That Mm -hmm. is how the uh, sounds get triggered. So wherever you you place this, you've essentially set a little uh, plastic nub that's going to, when you pull the string, press down on a game controller pad type of thing. There's 12 of them in there. Uh, everything else is is transplanted stuff, so I've got a KB2040 in there. I've got a little I2S amplifier, uh, and I'm able to use the batteries um, with a little mini-boost. So, uh, since the mechanism is noisy, I don't actually have to release it until I hear the sound, at least for demo purposes. So I'll just pull it, and that's when it triggers the sound. The fire truck goes.
0: Yeah.
2: No, so, that's usually in the background of our shows, and someone complains, like, oh, yeah, we'll do, do something about the, ba- the background. I'm like, no, it's New York, sorry.
8: This one's my favorite for sure. This is the MTA uh, conductor. The
1: conductor goes, This is the last stop on this train. Everyone, please leave the train.
8: Thank you for riding with MTA New York City
2: Transit. I love it. It's the is so cool. there's a pizza rat in the mouth.
8: Thank you. Yeah, so. Uh, the story behind this is that my friend Brian Kessinger, who's a tremendous artist, uh, animation director, and and all-around great guy, uh, I asked him, hey, would you do some spot illustrations for me? Two hours later, he turned around all of these. The guy's a machine.
1: Uh, he must have really this loved doing them. That, that's like, I can tell, like, yeah. animators don't actually turn around stuff in two hours well, unless they're really <laughs> into it.
8: He had fun doing it. and And for the center, I said, I don't know, maybe like a... Statue of Liberty or a skyline or, oh, what about a pizza rat? And he put a little- You're, you're like pizza.
1: the mascot of New York City. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: pizza rat. This is part of a bigger series that we're doing now of uh, toy hacking. because um, we have a kid. And the sounds are a little dated and the capabilities have changed quite a bit. So things like changing the graphics, changing the sounds, having an um, internet connected, but for a good reason. So you can yeah. put new sounds on it. Yeah. Um, being able to turn this into something that's more than just um, something they might throw away or that's very annoying over time because yep. you can change out the sounds. Yep, um, sure. You can do lots of interesting things. Um, and these enclosures are great. They're like battle baby They're fantastic. testing.
8: Right? They're really great. Uh, only modification I, I made, honestly, was uh, adding a little widening of one of these keyholes that are used to hold the packaging into the cardboard yeah. so that I could flip, uh, put, a, put a switch on there for yeah. the powering off and on. Yeah, uh, everything else is original. Uh, these things originally, I think, used the uh, the little record mechanism back in yeah yeah. At some point, they updated to electronics. Um, I don't have the full example one here. I was going to show you the button pad, which I've now lost, but they're they're kind of cool because they look like the inside of a, a video game controller. Um, it's just a little elastomer button pad with the little carbon pills yeah. underneath, and those close of contact. Uh, I've got a guide out so if you want to see all that stuff, go check out the guide. it's a new one in the in the learn guide system um, and uh, I hope it's a, a leaping off point for people the other the other revelation to me honestly, it's silly, but I didn't know you could get good vinyl sticker paper that works in laser printers and you can and it was, it yeah. was amazing, so yeah
1: this really good
8: it's uh, easy to update this in a few years for a completely different graphics set cool. if you want and it's just wave files that I Uh, I have uh, gotten off of freesound.org and then I added my own voiceover on top of those. Those are all, you can find the credits for those in the
2: files.
1: The only thing that's missing is a guy saying, are you Jewish?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the other thing is you could do one for each city, sites and sounds. You could do one for different countries. And then the other thing is you could keep, you, you would keep the same one, but you would, uh, just swap out the graphics and the sounds yourself.
8: Yep, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and this one also cracked me up. This is just Brian being goofy. I don't know if you've ever seen when they try to do these uh, character ice cream novelties. Yeah, it's the always really, like really SpongeBob there is so yeah. The ice
2: cream truck goes. Yeah. yeah. And
8: also, I think this is maybe at uh, 0.6 volume. You can go up to one volume in code. I didn't do any external volume stuff. You could certainly do yeah. that or, or do it with. Um, hall effect switches if you wanted to use magnets and make it. Uh, sneeze. There's a lot of room to add a lot. There's yeah, lot of- and there's a lot of empty
2: We room experienced uh, we saw what happens if you're an ice cream truck and you go into another person's ice cream truck territory Oh that's. Um, there is nothing more vicious and ruthless than the ice cream truck industry in New York City. Oh I my heard. gosh
8: I've heard. This yeah,
2: that should awesome. be a, yeah, that should be one on there. It's like get your ice cream truck out of here <laughs> This is my territory. Yeah, I'll break your damn
8: face Yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh, someone posted uh, some novelty ice creams over in the uh, Discord that's totally worth taking a look
2: at. All right. Okay, well, thank you so much, Ippy, for doing this. Um, we're gonna get this at Adafruit. We're gonna take a bunch of photos and some more video. Yes. And we'll get this out for folks to yes, see. Yes, it my gift
1: it's to toy you. Toy hacking so, begins now.
2: Yes.
1: Excellent. All right, thanks everybody. What a great show until. All right, that was time. our show
2: until tonight. We're here in some form, whether it be us or some of the Adafruit team. Hosting the show-and-tell, the longest-running show-and-tell in the known universe um, until we uh, maybe make contact with someone else. But then they'll be on the show-and-tell. We'll see everybody next week, 7.30 p.m. Thanks for making this the best half an hour of the week of our week. Every single week when we get a chance to see these or be on them, Ask an Engineer starts in a couple minutes. We'll see everybody
0: next week.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.